Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and we are live. Yes, once again. Oh, geez. Yes, once again. Look at my head. Yes, once again, we are live. It's Rob's Gary Show. It's Rob's Gary Show. I am your host, Rob Zakari, and yes, uh, we are here on this Friday night. It's 7 o'clock p.m. It's actually 7 because the way the radio works. You notice uh, the way the radio works, which you're not on at 7. Technically, you're on at like 7.05, even though you're on at 7, or you're on at 2, or you're on at 5. You're really not on because that's the time for the commercials. That that's that's the that's where they put the commercials. So your show never really starts at seven. It's it's seven oh five. That's that's the clock. That's the the radio clock. But anyways, it's in my world it's seven o'clock. Welcome. And it's Friday, the thirtieth of September. Friday September 30th. Tomorrow will be October 1st. The question is, any October surprises? That's what we want to know. Is there going to be any October surprises? Got a lot of things to get to on this uh, Friday. A lot of things. A lot, a lot, a lot of things. Uh, Let me give you a rundown. I don't know if we'll get to everything, but let me give you a rundown. We have uh, new polls. Uh, We also uh, have uh, ratings, cable news ratings. Every so I do little um, pop culture stuff like this. Last night we did a little pop culture uh, bit about Metallica and uh, the fact their new album is coming out soon and uh, the two new songs they've debuted uh, have been pretty good and the fact that they were going to be on Fallon, which they were, and it was good. So we talked about that. So we'll we'll get into uh, cable news ratings. We're also going to talk about uh, a new Washington Post story that uh, kind of follows uh, the whole Daily Beast um, attack on Sean Hannity. I'm going to throw that out there. Uh, we're also going to. Um, talk about uh, Miss Universe once again. Yes, we are going to talk about Miss Universe once again. I want to break down uh, exactly why uh, Trump has uh, tweeted about uh, Alicia um, Machado. Because a lot of people, a lot of my friends on the right, are, are are distraught. Um, I actually have a friend who owns a big uh, distributorship, uh, and we talk politics whenever I uh, go and uh, have coffee with him. And he was just, oh, I can't believe Trump's still talking about it. And I had to explain to him, had to had to break down exactly why uh, Trump has to. Discuss this. So we'll go through that. And then uh, the new leaked audio. Leaked audio of Hillary Clinton calling uh, Bernie Sanders supporters uh, a bunch of basement dwellers. Now you're not going to see this. story anywhere except a conservative website. CNN's not going to play the audio. CNN's not even going to make a mention of this because they know that Hillary needs Bernie supporters. Hillary needs a, a turnout of epic proportions. And if any Bernie Sanders supporters hears audio, not just reads a story of uh, Hillary Clinton 
talking about them. But if they actually hear her words and those words are that of Bernie Sanders supporters are a bunch of uh, kids who live in their parents' basement. It'd be over for her. So we'll discuss that. So we got a lot of things. So where to begin? Where to begin? Let's do the polls. Before we get into uh, the Alicia Machado story and the 3 a.m. tweets that uh, people on the right, my friends on the right, are so distraught about, let's uh, talk about the polls. So, new polls have just come out. A Fox poll. That's the poll. Uh, that I'm talking about. These other polls uh, from these other organizations that I've never heard of, but I guess they're scientific. Remember, we talked about this the other night. I've never seen, I've never seen, well, I have seen it. And it's only since this uh, election cycle because Trump is the only one that pushes back on the media narratives. He's the only one that pushes back on the media narratives. And in turn, it sets them off. I mean, it literally sets them off. I mean, he's fighting two people. He, he, he's, he's running against two people. He's running against the media. And he's running against Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. I mean, they're one and the same, of course. But the attacks are from both sides. Now, they've always attacked the Republican candidate, but never like this. And Trump pushes back. Pushes back. The whole scientific poll debate. Remember, after the debate on Monday, CNN put out a poll that said 60-something percent of the American people said Hillary Clinton destroyed Donald Trump. And then, of course, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, Huffington Post, Daily Beast, BuzzFeed, George Stephanopoulos, you know, the, the, the list goes on and on and on. Jumped on that poll. So, of course, that's the narrative. Washington uh, Post, New York Times, that's the narrative. You go to social media, you go to, to, to Facebook, that's the narrative. She killed him, she killed him, she killed him, she killed him. So Trump and his crew push back. That's what this whole debate has been about. And why the anger is there on the left. Because for the first time, the Republicans have somebody that pushes back. Now, if you're a liberal, you hate that. If you're a liberal, you despise it. Because no Republican ever pushes back. Never. They never push back. And we've talked about the Republicans that are in Congress that say, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you should. Remember, they're not interested in winning, they're interested in the status quo. We've discussed this before, that's why there's no term limits. It's a job. It's a job. It's not serving the public and doing good for the country and making changes that will affect generation. It's a job. It's like getting a job at the post office or, uh, you know, wh- wherever. You put your time in 20, 30 years, you get a great pension, 401k, and at the end you punch out, you get a nice watch, and you go home. 
So nobody ever fights back. Nobody ever fights back. So the media's narrative is Trump won or Trump lost, got killed, got. So Trump and the people go, wait a minute, look, look at these online polls. Trump won these online polls. Now all of a sudden, what happens? There's a competing narrative. So what do you get? Chuck Todd, Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, no matter what they're doing, no matter what they're talking about, somehow they have to work in. These are unscientific polls. These are unscientific polls. Unscientific polls. I've never heard the word scientific used so much for stuff that has nothing to do with science. We talked about this before. I hear science. I hear scientific. I think laboratory. I think AIDS. I think tuberculosis. Those are the things I'm thinking. Not survey monkey. Not a sampling of 950 people. Conducted over a landline. This is scientific. That's scientific. So you have Chuck Todd telling the Trump supporter, don't you understand the polls you're talking about, time and, and, and heavy, and the, they're not scientific. Our poll is scientific. CNN's poll is scientific. Damn it. You are living in an alternate reality. Scientific. And it has nothing to do with Science it has nothing to do with scientific. It's somebody pushing back against the narrative that the media is putting out there. Because now if there's a pushback and you are a low information voter and you're going on Twitter or you're going on Facebook or going on Yahoo or going on Goggle or going on YouTube, or you're tuning in to CNN or ABC, you're hearing somebody talk about these other polls. So now you're going, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I just heard on CNN and Anderson Cooper that Hillary Clinton destroyed Donald Trump. Because remember, that first half hour... Hillary Clinton was getting the crap beat out of her. The whole debate didn't shift until Lester Holt went, let's talk about birtherism. And then it went, which I agree. From that point forward, Trump was just constantly trying to defend himself. Because that's what a non-politician does. Somebody comes up to you and says, you're A, B, and C. The first thing you go is, no, I'm not. Hold on, no, I'm not. A politician who's been doing this for 30 years doesn't do that. So... The rest of that debate, hell yeah. Trump was getting punched in the nuts by Hillary, getting punched in the nuts by Lester Holt. Birtherism. Uh, Stop and frisk. Uh, Taxes. Uh, The fat Miss uh, Universe. Uh, Can we talk? Yeah, I know. Those things actually are are pertinent in our... (laughs) In our lives. Often when I'm sitting there in a movie theater with my pregnant girlfriend and a creepy guy walks in, often I'm not thinking, gee, I wonder if uh, he's a, a terrorist. I wonder if if, if he could be the guy in, in, in Macy's to, to shoot the place up. Uh, I, I wonder, I'm, I'm thinking, I wonder if, wonder if he's friends with a fat chick who's in a, beauty pageant that, that, that yeah sure Any, anyways the pushback 
the narrative. So the low information voters sitting there going, well, maybe Hillary didn't win. I mean, just because CNN says she won doesn't mean the rest of the United States says she won. I didn't necessarily think she beat the crap out of them that bad because they watched that first half hour. Like I said, I would rather have an awesome first half hour than an awesome end. The first half hour, that's the money. Like I said before, I, I'm, I'm, I, this is what I do. This is what I do. And after that first half hour, I got up. I went and took a piss. Oops, I shouldn't say piss. I, I went and urinated. I felt like Don King right there. I just blurting out words. I went and urinated, grabbed something to drink, because I'm sitting there going, Ming, if I'm 90 minutes. Now they're talking about birthers and they're, oh, God. It's like, hasn't this been litigate? So uh, a certain amount of people kind of tuned out. Not tuned out like, oh, let me see what else is on. Although some people, I'm sure, popped over to the football game. So the media had to push that narrative back. Because here's Trump, here's his crew going, no, 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 no. Here's that poll. And the narrative was getting pushback. So you get Chuck Todd and the rest of them saying, oh, this, those polls aren't scientific. Our stuff is scientific. We're the scientific ones. Such an elitist mindset. It really is. Ours is better than yours. Ours is the scientific poll. Yours is not the scientific poll. Don't you understand? That poll, you can you can game it. You could sit there and vote multiple times. Well, if that's what they're saying uh, Trump supporters are doing and can do, well, doesn't that mean Hillary supporters can do the same thing? Doesn't that mean Hillary supporters can vote multiple times and try to game the system? And if that's the case, then the Trump supporters are better at gaming the system and have more enthusiasm than the Hillary supporters. I mean, even if you look at it as not being scientific, if you're looking at a poll from Time or MSNBC that says 795,000 people voted, 500,000 for Trump, 300,000 for Hillary. That's a lot of, as Trump would say, 400-pound fat guys sitting in a basement going, Trump, 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 Trump. So for Chuck Todd and the rest of them to say, it's not scientific, it's not scientific, ours is scientific. We polled 900 people. Because that's not scientific. It's not scientific. When that poll was done that night, even the CNN guy said that the sampling consisted of a little bit more Democrats than Republicans. He didn't say how much more, but he admitted there was a little bit more. And we've talked about this before. Remember uh, during the Republican primaries? Every poll, Trump was up, Trump was up, Trump was up. And then the night before, one of the big Super Tuesdays, the NBC Wall Street Journal poll comes out that has Ted Cruz up by five points. And when you dug into that poll, what did you find? Part of the sampling consisted of Republicans who considered themselves 
very, very, very conservative. So what they meant was they sampled a whole bunch of Glenn Becks. So don't give me this scientific BS. Science. That, that is a bunch of Democrats, a bunch of liberals, a bunch of leftist media hacks trying to push back against somebody that dares push back against them. Because nobody pushes back against them. Nobody pushes back against them. I mean, look what's happening. Look, look, look what's happening with the whole Sean Hannity situation. You have hacks on the left who are saying Sean Hannity is in the tank for Trump and how can he have any type of journalistic integrity and this is coming from people like Andrea Mitchell you know individuals like her that are poor reporters following Hillary Clinton and in emails with Colin Powell saying Donald Trump is horrible or uh, the people at the Daily Beast who are owned by a company that Chelsea Clinton sits on the board for. Or George Stephanopoulos, who worked for the Clinton White House and gives money to the Clinton Foundation. And Jake Tapper, who has spoke and has been part of the global Clinton and New... I mean... And they have the audacity to go at Sean Hannity. I mean, it's amazing. And nobody pushes back against them. Nobody pushes back against them. So when you push back against the media when you i mean just just take a look at what has been going on as far as the media not being given uh, certain press credentials so you have people like Katie Turr and other individuals who are denied press credentials so what is it that they then accuse Donald Trump of doing stifling free speech being a Nazi. But at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with free speech. It has nothing to do with being a Nazi. It has to do with people like Katie Turr or people like BuzzFeed having to wait in the rain. Having to wait in the rain or in the snow. And sit in the nosebleed seats and not get treated like they're supposed to get treated. Because they were promised in the uh, journalism world that they would be treated like gold. They would be treated like gold. Because you know, they're all just keyboard warriors. It's like, if you're not nice to me, I'm going to write a story that's, that you're not going to like. And most people, uh, 99% of the people, kowtow to that. And when they write a crappy story, 99% of the people take it, which uh, brings their um, keyboard warrior status to even higher levels of grandiose. But Trump comes along, and they write a crappy article, and Trump goes, you suck. You're horrible. And all of a sudden, the keyboard warrior goes, Oh, wait a minute. You're not supposed to say that about us. Nobody's ever supposed to push back against us. Nobody's supposed to do that. 
just like the microphone being crappy at the debate and Trump saying, hey, my microphone's crap. There was a problem. And the media instantly going, wow, you're a liar. You're you're an idiot. You're a moron. You're so full of crap. And then today, the debate commission comes out and goes, yeah, there was a problem with his microphone. So now the media is doing everything in their power to go, okay, but that doesn't explain why he was so crappy. He was horrible. He was... But wait a minute, guys. That, that wasn't... The, the debate, the debate was there was something wrong with the microphone. You said there wasn't. The debate commission came out and said it was. So just say you were wrong. Don't now, again, it's just a constant battle of pushback because the media has never had to do this. Even the people on the radio, if you listen, I, I mean, once in a while I listen to Levin. When I'm uh, traveling in the car. When I'm traveling in the car, I don't listen to music only when my girl's in the car because she don't like listening to talk radio. But if I'm in the car and I'm listening to talk radio, I'll listen to Levin. And very rarely does he go after the people that are putting out the propaganda on the CNNs or on the ABCs. It's like people don't do that. We, I've said it before. Republicans don't push back. Never have. And up until Trump, never will. Because rather Trump wins or Trump loses, nobody will ever push the media back like Trump and his people have. Remember when Amarosa called Don Lemon a, a, a queen? Remember that? You probably don't remember it. He called him, she called him a queen. Something like, oh, you're getting all, you know, queenie. You're ba- basically referencing the fact that he is a flaming homosexual who gets all emotional and gets his G-string in a bunch. I mean, that's pushback. That's pushback. Because the Don Lemons and the Anderson Coopers and the Wolf Blitzers, Poppy Harlows, they just bulldoze people. They do. They just bulldoze people. Farouk Zakaria. They bulldoze people. And nobody ever pushes back. So the polls come out. The Fox poll comes out. And the Fox poll has Hillary Clinton up by three. Now, this poll is conducted after the disastrous debates, which I don't think they were that disastrous. I don't think they were that disastrous. You only think they were that disastrous because the media told you it was that disastrous. Just remember when Trump uh, at the... uh, uh, at the convention and Trump uh, did his speech and right after, what did you hear? Dark. It was dark. Dark speech. Dark. Remember? Every, every, every talking head, every network, dark, dark, dark. They They all had the same talking points. After... The debate, what was the talking point? Trump didn't do his homework. He didn't prepare. How do you not prepare? How do you not do your homework? It was the talking point everywhere. You don't show up for a test. You don't go to school without being prepared, without doing your homework. That's all they kept saying, homework. That's, that, that was the talking points. That was the talking points. So, of course, low-information voter says, oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, yeah, well, yeah. 
And if you're a tweener, if you're someone that's not like, listen, I don't care if, if, if what Trump does. As long as he doesn't pull his junk out on stage and start jerking it, I'm voting for him because I despise Hillary Clinton. It's either or. Okay, it's either or. It's not some writing candidate. It's not some uh, Megan McCain. I'm just gonna write in my dad. I'm gonna write in. I'm gonna write in Lindsey Graham. That's stupid. So unless you're, you know, uh, the the hardcore left or right, you're hearing. Oh, yeah, no homework. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And then you go, oh, yeah, okay, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. But they know that the whole tax thing, because, see, they tried to play with that, but they knew that at the end of the day, uh, the ta- Listen, last night when Joe Biden was on uh, Jimmy Fallon and he was trying to play that whole tax question, that, that whole, can you believe he said not pay? That makes him smart. What are we, a bunch of dumb? Listen, you could be the most liberal of liberal douchebags and no one wants to pay tax. And everybody tries to find every way to write something off. If you're a, if you're accountant, if you're H and R Block, whoever, if somebody goes, you could write that pen off. Oh, really? You know, if you uh, do this, you could write that off. What's that mean? Well, then you won't have to pay four hundred dollars. I'm in. <laughs> Count me in. Nobody sit. Listen. Nobody, and you know what? I take that back. Maybe the the ultimate liberal douchebags sit around going, "Yes, it's it is my duty. It is it it is uh, being a a good American. To being a good American means you want to pay more tax than you should, so that Obama and the that that crew can make sure that there's federal lawsuits." Making sure that a dude dressed as a chick could go use a bathroom? Yeah, okay. Right on. Good policy. Get out of here, stupid. Get out of here. Dummy. So they tried. They they played with the tax thing, but then they realized... That Americans are so overtaxed as it is. And depending on what state you live in, like us in California, on top of federal tax, the state tax is just crippling. If you live in California, you pay more for gasoline than somebody that's in Arizona or someone that's in Colorado. We have a state tax on our gasoline that makes you go, how the hell are we still paying $3, $3.20 for a gallon of gas? And my buddy out there in Texas is paying a buck ninety. What? Well, it's the tax. So the tax thing didn't work. The tax thing didn't work. They played with it, but you don't see it being just pounded. The thing that you see in pounded is the Alicia Machado. That's what you're seeing pounded. Now, we'll we'll get to that, but let me finish with the polls. We'll get to that. Let me just finish with the polls. So, the Fox poll comes out. Now, this is supposed to be like a dramatic thing, right? Trump, horrible, 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 bad, 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 beyond horrible, clobbered. Didn't do his homework. Beyond all bad. And he's down three points. He's down three points. 
Three points. Remember, horrible, 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 no homework, disgusting, the worst of the worst, vile. It's 43-40. It's 43-40. That's where the new polls are. Prior to the debate, prior to everything that's happened after the debate, it was 41-40. Clinton was up by one. Now it's 43-40. So after that debate, after the media has told everyone that Donald Trump didn't do his homework, he wasn't prepared. How can you vote for someone that's not prepared? How could he vote? How could he just vote for him? How can you do it? She went up two points. She went up two points. That's it. Two points. And this freaked the media out. This freaked everyone out. Because nobody's really talking about this poll. You know what poll they're talking about? Polls that were conducted, and I've never even heard of these places, but don't forget, the media says they're scientific, which makes them gold. Makes them gold. Because the media says they're scientific. All the other polls, not scientific. But, in New Hampshire, the uh, Mass INC Polling Group, WBUR-FM poll, shows Hillary Clinton up seven points. That's what everybody's referencing. Nobody's referencing the Fox poll, because it basically, it, if you're out of the orbit of the media, okay, if you have friends that go, dude, I don't watch CNN, I don't watch... I. They're all corrupt. If you talk to people like that and you go, what do you think of the debate? They go, I, you know, they, they both are just talked about this, talked about that. And, you know, and then you start talking about the bread. I mean, if, if you talk to somebody who's not part of this system, Okay. That doesn't, you know, watch the news on CNN every day and Anderson Cooper and Rachel Maddow and and the, the, they go, uh, and that's what I said and a whole group of other people said. If you watch that debate, nothing that went down moved anybody one way or another, if they were for Trump, went, oh, I'm, I got to go for Hillary. And if you were Hillary, you went, oh, I got to go for Trump. I mean, talking about two points. If you want to be technical, the margin of error. I mean, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the margin of error. So they couldn't reference those polls. They have to reference these polls of these polling places that, uh, I I mean, during the primaries, one of these types of uh, poll places that you rarely hear about had Jeb Bush winning New Hampshire. So, I mean, come on, man. Come on. Scientific. So, So, Time Magazine, Time. Time doing an online poll is garbage junk, but the WBUR-FM poll that has Hillary Clinton up seven points after the debate is scientific? Really? Real? I, okay. I, I get it. <laughs> like I've said before, it, until we on the right actually control the media like them on the left do 
we're always going to be going through this type of stuff. We're always going to be going through this type of stuff. Always. And the Mason-Dixon poll in Florida gives Hillary Clinton a four-point lead over Trump. 46 to 42. That's up from a two-point lead in mid-August. Mason-Dixon poll? Really? But that's scientific. And nobody ever talks about the USC poll that constantly shows Trump ahead of Hillary. Nobody talks about that. And when they do, they go, well, they uh, poll differently. That, that What they use as far as a, a, a polling system is, is different than what traditional polls use. So in turn, we don't count that. Oh, so you don't count that because it goes against your narrative. I get it. You know, you never hear Anderson Cooper or Wolf Blitzer talking about the USC poll, do you? You never hear Rachel Meadow talking about the USC poll, do you? You never hear Lawrence O'Donnell, the older hipster douchebag, to the Chris Hayes' younger hipster douchebag talking about it, do you? Of course not. Of course not. But you'll hear them talking about the Mason-Dixon poll. The Mason-Dixon poll? What are you talking about? Oh, the Mason-Dixon poll. The WBUR-FM poll. You mean a talk radio station? Really? Come on. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> the live telev- the live telephone poll of 502 likely voters. Hmm. Huh. Okay. I, I, again, just think about the, the media narrative. Time Magazine. Time Magazine. Or Heavy. Or, uh, or or CNBC. Their polls are garbage. They're debunked. As the left likes to say, they're debunked. Because you could sit there and vote over and over. There's things you could do to rig this system. Hmm. Okay, so the 900,000 votes that were casted are all fugazis. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. So you're saying nine, almost a million votes are all fugazi. The million people that voted is a 400-pound guy or girl, you know, or tranny. Let's, let's, let's be... Let's, you know, let, let's be fair. Could be guy, could be girl, could be a tranny. Okay? Could be a, 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 a dude with boobs, possibly. But regardless, it's one of those people sitting in their basement going, click, 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 click. And that is unscientific when you compare a 502 502 people. That That's what was polled by the telephone. <sighs> and like I said, when, when there's pushback people on these shows, we have Jeffrey Lord. Okay, Jeffrey Lord, he's, he's all right. But again, the pushback is not as extreme as an Amorosa pushback because if the pushback gets too extreme and the pushback challenges challenges the host they're never brought back to the show they're never brought back to the show 
They're never, ever brought back to the show. Remember when uh, Poppy Harlow, and this is during the primary, so all you cruise bots, you might get upset, but remember when Poppy Harlow had the, the cruise bot? Um, what's her name? Carpenter, Amanda Carpenter. And she was on there. And then you had some some woman that was a Trump supporter from the Boston Globe, I think it was, or, or some magazine or newspaper or radio show host. And she just, okay, they're going back and forth. Trump is this, Trump is that. And, and the girl was just like, listen, Amanda, you're out there uh, getting stupped by Ted Cruz. I mean, it, it was like an explosion. And what happened? That woman was banished. <laughs> that woman was banished. So you're never going to hear anybody with pushback when Anderson Cooper or Wolf Blitzer or Don Lemon start talking about these polls and unscientific. You're never going to hear anybody go, wait a minute, time out. So they're unscientific but WBUR is somehow curing AIDS that's how scientific they are with their uh, polling of 502 people via the telephone just of course they're not going to do that because they control the narrative even uh, via the pushback guests I mean, look at MSNBC. Who Who is supposed to be giving uh, the pushback on the right? Hugh Hewitt. Okay, there you go. They they would never reach out to a... a I, I'm not a huge fan of Mark Levin. But Mark Levin would definitely give Chris Matthews a run for his money. Mark Levin would definitely... Give Joanne Reed a run for her money. Or when they had Melissa Perry Sheriff. The only woman in the history of television that had a job with the worst speech impediment in the history of mankind. I mean, I'm no, you know, uh, verbal (laughs) Stephen Hawkins over here. But come on, at least I don't go, listen, guys. I'm at least not like that. I mean, Hugh Hewitt's the worst. I mean, uh, up until, you know, I, the, 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 the Trump was the candidate. He was the never Trump crew. Remember, he was the nuclear triad guy again. Again. I know, uh, you know, the majority of people in the audience go, I know what a nuclear triad is. Rob, you're just an idiot. Well, guess what? I didn't know what the hell the nuclear triad was. Well, if you're running for president, you should know. Okay, fine. I get it. But a Republican moderator, somebody that's supposed to be on our side isn't supposed to do that. I know uh, Trump is an a-hole and he's part of the never Trump, but still, you know, at at that moment, everybody knew Trump was going to win the nomination. But uh, regardless, I'm, I'm rehashing. I'm rehashing. But I'm just saying, these polls that you hear uh, the left crowing about, they're they're fugazis. To me, they're fugazis. They'll, they'll give you whatever information you want. However you sample, how, whoever you ask, no different than the time the New Hampshire poll had Jeb Bush in the lead. Or Ted Cruz up four nationally. No. No. That fugazi. That was a Wall Street Journal, NBC, Survey Monkey. Let's F with Trump. Let's F with a narrative and try to create some momentum. 
So what we learned from the polls that came out today, however you want to take them, is according to Fox, Hillary Clinton basically gained two points, which nobody's saying, but you have to look at it this way. Not so much Trump had a bad debate, but did you ever think maybe people left Gary Johnson after the guy seems clueless and the media is doing everything they can to show voters that he's clueless? Because ultimately, people who are voting for Gary Johnson are not people that would vote for Trump. Gary Johnson is taking votes away from Hillary Clinton. Don't let anybody try to BS you and say, oh, well, he's taking votes from Trump, not Hillary. No, no. I mean, I think they even showed that uh, now Gary Johnson has 8% and before he had 8%. Do you believe it? I don't know. Jill Stein is up a point. But we're only dealing with two points. Hillary's moved two points. That's it. That's it. That is it. So, if you want to go, there's Jill Stein, one point. So, we'll see. Because, like I said earlier in the week, that we'll have polls at the end of this week. And come uh, next week, we will have a whole bunch of polls from ABC and NBC and everybody else. But like I said, I don't think that debate moved the dial. And if it did, it moved it one or two points, which is exactly what it did. 